0: Here, here's the thing, uh, you know. For when you end up on Judge Cast, is sometimes Prill just makes references, and you just, you just smile and nod until he stops doing it. Because <laughs> if you don't, he might start telling you. He might start explaining. You see, it
1: it's people. a lost reference. <laughs> Hello and welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode 279. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Prilliman, and I am joined this evening, afternoon, morning, drive to work by the one and only, Samantha Har.
0: That's me! Hey,
1: and tonight, this afternoon, morning, drive to work, whatever, uh, we are going to be talking about uh, the return of comp rel events at LGS's local gaming stores in the form of RCQs and what our observations are, how that's been, how it feels to come back to these events. And to help us talk about this, we have uh, brought on a very special guest, uh, L2 from Virginia, uh, Meg Rickman. Hello, Meg.
0: Hello. Hello, how are y'all? Fantastic. It's so good to have you on. Um, I certainly have been missing judging up in the Virginia area, and I know it's it's a lot of fun up there, so... How's it, how's it all been going for you?
2: Uh, it's good so far. Uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, as Brian has already mentioned, my name is uh, Meg Rickman. I am a level two judge out of Falls Church, Virginia. Uh, fun fact, before we get into it, I'm actually working at, currently working at the store that our one and only Samantha Har used to work at, uh, and I love it <laughs> there. Uh, I have been a level two judge for four years, I think. Because uh, the pandemic has made my it's measurement like of years. time <laughs> questionable, it really is. Um, but I have I have tons of experience. I've judged everything from an eight person grand prix trial all the way up to judging on the main event of actual grand Prix and magic fests. And I have actually already since uh, more competitive events have happened in the stores judged three comp events at store events in the past uh, month and a half. Nice. And they've 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 been so a trip. You, you dove don't straight that. back into it. I love to hear that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I uh, I got I got the idea for this particular topic a because RCQs were back, and I did an RCQ the first weekend, and it was kind of weird because I looked back and I was like, it's been almost thirty months since I had judged a comprel event, and it felt a little weird, and I was like. Well, you know there's probably other people that 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 are that are in the same boat and uh Samma uh suggested you as as someone that was getting back in so figured we'd have you on to talk about your experiences so where uh like when RCQs came out like how did you get your first gig with the RCQs
2: so it helps that uh I still despite having moved uh actually a couple of months before lockdown hit uh, up north a couple of hours, I still kind of kept contact with some of the other stores that I judged at before. And in, in Virginia, uh, there are pockets of very, very strong uh, magic activity and Richmond, Virginia, which is the capital happens to be one of them. uh, I pun, not intended describe Richmond as kind of a magical place because it is a place where all of the stores actually work together They do a dinner uh, back when uh, preliminary Pro Tour qualifiers were a thing, PPTQs, that system. They would actually get down and have dinner uh, before every PPTQ season and hash out who was having an event when to make sure that nobody scheduled events on top of one another. And that is luckily still a behavior that they do uh, nowadays. And so when they were starting, they kind of went down their list of available judges and realized that a lot uh, on the judging scene had actually changed. And a lot of their go-to judges actually in the city were no longer available to them. Um, I actually, uh, as an aside, was able to level up uh, one of their now only acting L2s uh, from L1, Nathan Horn, who is a fantastic judge. Um, He's going to be really, really good. And uh, now they have more than just me, Yay! which is good because yeah. I can't get out there every weekend. Uh, but they reached out to me and said, hey, we want to start doing these events. Are you available? And I said, I will try and make my schedule work. And thus far, at least in Richmond, uh, ha- it has been a good experience. Definitely challenges, but luckily nothing related to the actual TOs themselves.
1: So you you got reached out to because you'd still maintained contact with these TOs, so they already yes knew you, right?
2: Correct. I didn't have to do any extra networking. Um, I have had to do some extra networking actually in my current area. Uh, And I have found that lots of stores kind of have their own, I don't want to use pet (laughs) judge, but um, they kind of have their own uh, stable judge that they're looking to for these events. But I think some TOs aren't realizing that some of them are going to be big enough that they're going to need a second judge, if only so that the judge can, I don't know, Eat lunch sometime during the potential
0: eight to ten hour event that they're looking we at. You gotta like feed us and let us go outside and you know water us. <laughs> we get, gotta take care of us. Yeah, at
2: least once every like five hours, right. probably. Go to the bathroom.
0: Right. Get the nice food okay. for us. You know the good kibble.
2: All
1: right. So when you were contact, <laughs> you were contacted by this TO. You you'd already had an inroad with mm-hmm. them, um, and the date is set. So, what did you yes. do, or like, I guess to pr- a to prepare for the event, and kind of what did you feel as it was getting a little bit closer to the date? Because this was like your first event back, right?
2: Yeah. So my first event back actually wasn't even uh, an RCQ, but it was a comprel event. We did a team sealed event, um, and that one I was less worried about because it was it it was a little weird, and I'll, I'll be happy to talk about it maybe later later in the episode, but. For my, the actual RCQ, which was going to be my second event, uh, it was modern, and I hadn't thought about modern as a format and, uh, since March of 2020, probably. Uh, I had no idea what the meta looked like. I, I had heard that there was this card called Dress Down that was yeah. causing problems, and that there was a very hasty monkey boy that people want banned in every format mm-hmm. he's legal in, but... Uh, but other than that, I kind of didn't know anything. So I actually went to, uh, to Twitter and I asked Twitter, I was like, hey, um, what does the current meta look like? And from there, I kind of took the time to examine some of the cards, go look at results, uh, you know, and like uh, websites, uh, what is it, like MTG Goldfish, et cetera, and kind of see where the meta was looking at. And I even went through and kind of played through some of the modules actually on Judge Academy to kind of refresh my brain like the knowledge is there but you gotta dust off the cobwebs right take a take a little uh cloth to it and kind of clean it up a little bit and bring it back up so that it feels a little bit more like it is information you're going to be able to pull out uh pretty
0: quickly i do the same thing sometimes i'm like i'm going through to check the modules for errors and definitely not because i forgot how this works
2: yeah and and especially because while i may not have been paying attention to magic until it was relevant to me again that didn't mean that policy hadn't changed and i wanted to make sure at least policy-wise that i was on the right track um because the last thing i the last thing i ever want to be is other judge (laughs)
0: May we all strive to never be other judge. I, I will. I will say at the the RCQ
1: I worked, I started. I uh, I started to make a call, or I got a call, and I started to make the ruling. And then about three quarters of the way through that, I was like, "Wait, I'm about to give a ruling based on policy that's five years old, and not the policy that's three years old." <laughs> hold hold up for just a second. Yeah. Let me make sure. Oh no, Look at that. I'm wrong.
0: No, you you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't admit you're wrong. You should go. That's what 5 years ago I would have said. I, but today, <laughs> today, yeah. Just give him a big wind up, give him the old twist okay. ending.
1: So when you when you rolled into when you rolled into the to the event, you know, was it uh was it weird? Did it did it take you a while to get your air your sea legs back?
2: Uh, uh like, abs- home, Absolutely. You know. I think a little I think a little of all of that honestly so you know again I have the benefit of this this being a community you know area that I've judged at before so I was able to run into you know magic players that I hadn't seen in two years and so kind of chat with them a little bit but there's always the the worry that when you become a well-known judge that the players who don't know you are uh are going to worry potentially about bias a little bit so I'm always friendly but Friendly in a little bit of a standoffish way. At least as long as I have my judge shirt on. A Um, professional distance. Just so that, you know, there are... Yeah, there are those boundaries set. Uh, But it it felt very weird. You know, we... uh, I looked at my notes. I was like, all right, do we have match slips? Oh, wait. It's on event link. Are we going to use match slips? What does this mean? How do I do penalties? Because I'd had experience using event link from the TO side, working events, at my store. But I... They were all run at regular rules enforcement level. I don't need to worry about penalties. Uh, I barely need to worry about match slips. And it's not like I can fix uh, results when they're inputted wrong. So there are definitely challenges a little bit involving the software itself that I had to realize very quickly was now potentially my problem. And, And the first event we unfortunately had, despite announcing it, despite me announcing it, my floor judge announcing it, the TO announcing it, we did have to add a player with a with a uh, match loss round one because they didn't check to see if they were in the event in their app and it turns out even though they had paid they weren't in there something had happened so we had to add them late and yeah. there's no way to fix that
1: the uh, so i've I've threatened a few times not necessarily threatened but I've recommended to judges when they run into a problem with event link something that we could have easily fixed and were to give all of the players a few the wizards customer support email address, <laughs> and give them a few (laughs) minutes while they're waiting for us to solve the problem to email wizards and tell them that their event is being delayed because of event link. And my first RCQ, I had to repair round one, which I gave the players five minutes to send an email. (laughs) They didn't. But I gave them the opportunity to, so I'm hoping that a few got out. Constructive
0: feedback. We're, We're a feedback culture, you know? Yes,
1: exactly. And we had, um uh it was a pioneer event and two people showed up with decks that were like i don't want to be i don't want to be too dismissive but like they were like commander mm-hmm. draft chaff like like when, and when sure, i'm saying when sure. i'm saying commander it was there were commander legends baldurs gate cards in their in their deck ah. Yeah. They oh, were no. they had Oops, compi- they had just cobbled together sixty card decks based off of the cards that they'd been buying for the last few years. And we had a waiting list and uh uh they we were basically you know, it was round one and we just happened to notice and we were like if we fix the if we fix this right, per policy, yeah. they're gonna be left with basically basic land deck. So mm-hmm. gave them their money players from the wait list, had to repair round one because we couldn't just fix it. And which is, uh, so so some people lucked out because they were going to get penalties round one. If, if the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that was event link was fun in the sarcastic sense of the word.
2: Well, so I will say there are some, some aspects of it. I do very much like, I like the fact that it puts a lot more onus on the players, but I just wish the The small instances of things that we could fix and would make everyone's day better were functions that were in Event Link. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, Word had its challenges, and Event Link has some different challenges. And I hope. Yes. I will. Agree I really to hope that. eventually. This is not to say that we're no, perfect. God. But I, I do. I do hope eventually they they get around to letting manual pairings happen and stuff yeah. like that. I
1: please getting getting used to the slips or the the lack of need of the slips, or, like, it, it is just... Like, I found a lot of players using match slips as extra notepads to write life totals down on, and <laughs> just slips left mm-hmm. as trash, and, yeah, I, I don't know how we're gonna deal with this going into the future. I think
0: Yeah, if I see a match slip in a trash can, I have a heart attack. Yeah. Or, I'm like, that's what's holding up the ramp! Yeah, and, yeah, and
2: we, like... We use we use we use both and I explained to the players that it's gonna be like, you know, a, a double check system, right? Where you you input the results but you also write it down on the match slip so that, you know, oh no, if we get down the line something has gone wrong, we at least have proof that it happened, which means potentially we're talking to players about, hey, so why'd you put the results in wrong? But that's a different conversation. I mean the biggest thing for why we decided to use slips honestly was, was yep. time extensions. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um because it I didn't have sticky notes. Those are now going to be in my judge kit uh for the events that decide they don't want to print out match lips. Um but I just there's something nice about us and the players being able to look at a written down number, I think, and understand what uh their time Especially the is. Especially at the end
1: of the round when they have a three minute extension if they don't remember what it was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and then you might not. Yeah now the sticky notes, do you just stick it on the players' foreheads or
0: Please say yes. Uh, I
2: think unfortunately that would merge into potentially into me into unsport unsporting minor territory probably. So they're just gonna go okay. on the table with the with a little nudge of, hey, make sure this doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> just stick it on
1: their back, you know. You can <laughs> see it.
2: <laughs> it's fine. Your opponent can see it. I can see it. Maybe, yeah, well, but it's all right.
1: Or what you, you do this. is is you just write two different numbers on the sticky notes and stick them. On each other's each player's foreheads, so that <laughs> oh yeah make, yeah, make them figure it out. <laughs> yeah, make them play, make them play twenty questions.
0: More than two? Didn't know they were signing up <laughs> yeah. for riddles so today.
1: How big? How big was was your uh, your RCQ events?
0: Um.
2: So the the first one I did was actually both of them kind of floated right uh right past sixty players. Uh, the first one ended up being. Six rounds, uh, because it was at 63, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and then the next one was actually 67, so that bumped it up okay. to seven rounds. Which was a little bit of a feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> because seven rounds, seven a seven-round in-store event is... is do you a have a slog. second
1: judge to help out?
2: Uh, a, okay. I did, I did. Uh, a- another, you know, I'm going to praise these TOs because they're great, I promise. I'm not just brown-nosing. Uh, because luckily the TOs understand that... Uh, I'm going to need backup. So far, I have been blessed in the sense that all of my, all of the events I've signed up for have come with the agreement that there's going to be a second judge. That's awesome. Which helps a lot. Yeah, that it yeah. helps a lot. Um, because I think players, players are excited. And the biggest thing that I've noticed from these RCQs is you, you have a lot of players that have never done competitive uh, magic before. Like competitive rules invest- rules enforcement magic. Because they got into Magic, you know, maybe through Arena during, you know, during lockdown. And so now it's, you know, they're excited to play these events. They've heard the stories of the Mythical <laughs> Pro Tour, right? And now it's back and they they want to earn their place.
0: But that uh, that comes with a lot of its own challenges. I love that. I love how much hype is being generated. Hey, b Pearl, do you remember how you said that this is going to be just like PPTQs and they're going to have like 10 players oh, and it's not going to be any fun? No, that's not what and I said. Do you remember said. that? That's not you what I said. You remember when you said that? That's not I what I said. I think you did say that. I think you might have no. said that. Exactly. forbade. Uh,
1: I, I will I will tell you what I said. I said this first wave <laughs> of RCQs are going to be very well populated because mm. that people haven't been able to play Comprel, but... In a a while, and so people are going to flock to them, and they're going to create a, you know, these 60, 70-person events and create an expectation. And then maybe by, like, the third season, then the fatigue's going to set in, and they're going to start falling off.
0: Third season, the writing gets bad. Right. Too many characters get introduced. Right. (laughs) It's
1: it's suddenly there's a polar bear on the island, and nobody understands, (laughs) and then a smoke monster comes. Right. And... And you find out it's purgatory. Is this
2: where I tell you, I've never seen law. Yeah, I never
0: have either. We here. Here's the thing, uh, you know, for when you end up on Judge Cast is sometimes Prill just makes references, and you just you just smile and nod until he stops doing it. Because <laughs> if you don't, he might start telling you. He might start explaining. You see,
1: it. it's a lost reference.
0: <laughs> All right. No.
1: Yes, I'll start. Lost was a show. No. back oh my in God! The-
0: Please. <laughs> Were there were there um, judges on it?
1: M- maybe I don't I don't remember. But see,
0: when you gear up for a big explanation, <laughs> you got to start it with actual.
1: Actually, but they did have a polar bear. Anywho,
0: <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> speaking of purgatory, what about these other? What about these RCQs? <laughs> um, it's it's really good to hear your experience in in working with working with these stores. Uh, locally here, we have experienced something a little a little different
2: that's that's not to say that i haven't had uh unfortunate experiences uh kind of on the outside mm-hmm. looking in uh there were i had um and bless this new l1's heart this is nothing against him whatsoever uh but i got contacted by a prospective l1 who wanted a um a recommendation which he did come out to the store and talk to me and i did end up uh wrecking him but he wanted to do it because his store was going to be running an R um, an RCQ without a judge. Ooh. Okay. And that is just bad news bears. I've yelled about it on Twitter, um, trying telling people like, you know, this might be your favorite store, but if they're not running it without a judge, they don't have
0: your best interests at heart. Some life lessons about are about to get learned. <laughs> which yeah.
1: which is kind of. <sighs> Stuff like that is always is always kind of funny because the event they can luck out and the event runs smoothly, and then that just reinforces the fact, hey, I don't need a judge. How's ever when something goes wrong, having someone that knows how to deal with it is you know really super important
0: right. It works up until it doesn't,
1: <laughs> so we had. Um the first weekend of RCQs was uh the the second and the third of June of July. And I was doing an RCQ on the, the second. It went it went well other than the round the, the round one repair. The following day there was an event uh forty, fifty ish miles away that got some complaints and They ended up not having, they, they, they used a, a level one that did not have a a lot of experience in, in comp and the event had a lot of problems. Not all of them were the L1s fault. Some of them were the, the, the TOs. Some of them were, there was, there was a floor judge, but it generated so much attention that all these TOs with all these, all these stores all in the, in the area suddenly perked up and were like, oh crap, um. We, we we need we need an L2 judge for our 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 CQs so like the, they were almost like like meerkats popping up you know just like <laughs> bloop, bloop, oh, oh we need an we we need an L2, L2. L2. And, and it was L2. kind of funny watching where it's like huh I wonder where all these all these stores were you know like 2 months ago when we were saying hey make sure you get
0: an L2 uh, well rip at least at least at least they started correcting early, you know, at least we <laughs> Well, at least we aren't, you know, a year into this and they're figuring it out, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's that is a I I don't I I think that that issue is not necessarily unique to the south. Like Meg it, so, it sounds like your your no, TOs no. kind of communicated well in advance.
2: Well, they've they've at least scheduled things well in advance. Um I will say that it some of them uh, are definitely going to need a pope to understand that uh, judges have real lives. And some of us, uh, my you know, myself, as an example. I mean, I work retail, right? Like, I don't, I don't work a nine-to-five Monday through Friday job. A lot of times, I work weekends because that is when we're busiest, as you know, your friendly local game stores. So, me being able to have a Saturday or Sunday off in order to judge your event means that I have to communicate with my boss, and there are a bunch of extra steps. So, if you're reaching out to me, a week and a half or sometimes even two weeks before an event, I might have to tell you no because at that point the schedule is set and uh, you know something. I may not be able to move my days around because it won't be fair to my coworkers. So I definitely think that if any TO has an event coming up and that has not, that is listening, that ha- doesn't have a judge, go find one. Uh, I mean, reach out because us knowing ahead of time means we're going to be more organized. We can talk about how we want the room to set up right like i have a i am doing i am head judging ANRCQ rcq this weekend and the to has been sending me messages once a day <laughs> like not not in a bad way just like hey how do you want the room set up hey do you need a round clock That's hey great. are you going to need access to a computer Fun to hear that and which is fabulous um because i i've heard of the myth of the judge i don't know who it is that drives around with a printer in their trunk just in case the to didn't have a printer uh, I am not that judge, so knowing if I have a print or not is important. Um, so I hope that all of the stumbles, at least scheduling-wise, will help TOs go, oh yeah, maybe we should figure this out sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of peace of mind to be found in scheduling your judge as quick as you can do so. Because, like, even if something goes wrong and they can't make it, that gives them even more time to help you find someone else. You know, and and most judges, mm-hmm. all judges, know other judges. So even if they can't make it, they can help you find someone. So reach out sooner rather than later.
1: It's almost like that requirement to reach out and talk to another judge to get the recommendation has a purpose.
0: You know, I explain that to people about 15 times a day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not because I'm mean. It's not because we're mean it's because like no people (laughs) be sociable i will
2: i will tell you as a side effect of of in-store events happening again i've gotten uh several people reaching out hey can you certify me hey can we meet can we chat a lot of them luckily have been like hey can we chat and not just uh because i i this is just my personal opinion uh, i at least want to meet the person uh in person in yeah. some capacity, uh, whether over voice chat or actually in, you know, physically in person before I hit the recommendation button. But I've had a lot of L0s and uh, a couple of L1s reach out and, uh, you know, I've ha- I have had to tell the L1s, hey, by the way, you know, we have to work a competitive event together. I well, can't just L2? say yes. So, uh,
1: yeah. One, one L2, of, yeah. Back, back in the day when GPTs were a thing, so GPTs were comp rel events that L1s were allowed... Back back when wizards you know controlled what level judges could work events, um, they would say that GPTs were you know L1s could judge GPTs, and the number of people that that were like, hey, can you test me for L1? I've got a GPT next week.
0: Mm-hmm. Whoa, no.
1: that it <laughs> was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh
0: no, oh not no. Not to be mean, but absolutely. What not.
1: Yeah, I need you to take ten twenty percent off the top there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so
0: starry-eyed right how optimistic they are it's
1: just it's just and and i have a feeling that there's going to be a case where people are like hey i'm looking for a wreck i got an rcq in two weeks it's like
2: i mean that's that's actually what happened with with the l1 that i that i wrecked that was the literal situation and granted i think they also wanted to be a judge right it wasn't just because of the rcq but the rcq was uh breathing down you know, the proverbial neck a little bit.
0: I love that level of optimism for you. I love that for you. Now, (laughs) settle down, settle on down.
1: It it is like if I had a full week, I might be able to get you to where you need to be. Like if we did like a full 40 hours work week kind of thing. Can you? Yeah,
0: because of my job, I try to be really cautious with who who I endorse and how frequently because I... I want to I want to make sure it doesn't come across as me like just digging digging up cash for Judge Academy, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so I, I I try to be cautious with who who I endorse and all of that. And it's really yeah, it's really in everybody else's best interest too, though, because just yeah, signing off on someone and letting them jump right into the fire is is not going to be good for them either, even if they think it's going to be what they want.
2: No, and like the report I got back from the judge is that everything went fine, but I mean, uh and I hope that is actually the case, but I think with there is a chance that, you know, judges jumping in, straight into this may not recognize when things have actually gone wrong if, you know, when it's a case of something is definitely wrong but it's not on fire. If that or, makes Or you uh, don't
1: know sense. what you don't know. You know. Like, yeah. I've I've had uh players or not players judges very confidently uh t- you know tell me that tardiness is still a game loss you know hmm. just just blanket it. and it's like mm, uh, hmm. cuz
2: i i had to remind somebody of that yeah. this weekend actually
1: so it's so let me ask let me ask this meg when you when you came back did you find that there were certain things that you had to stop and go like oh i remember this changed or something give me a second I need to I need to consult
2: absolutely absolutely so uh I definitely like I said previously like i ha- I had to review policy and even then I at least in these first couple I think I will be giving out more more time extensions and probably ones that are maybe a minute or two longer than I would uh pre- lockdown simply because I'm taking the extra time to slow down and double and if I am uncertain, triple check uh, my rulings, whether it is policy or whether it is rules. Because uh, I actually had a, uh, a situation where there was uh, there was a call that I didn't know the answer to, and I ended up deviating uh, in a way that it should not have been a deviation, and it was def- it definitely ended up being uh, more punitive than it uh, should have been, and I feel bad about it because I hate deviating, but it it was you know I needed. We had been on this call for 10 minutes, and I needed to to advance the tournament. Which means sometimes you just have to make a decision. And uh, it was uh, it was a looking at extra cards, but we but there were no random portion of the deck. So what do we do with that card? Turns out you leave it on top. I deviated and put it on the bottom, and the player ended up conceding. And I felt real bad because you know the reason the card was on top was because that player needed it there to win. Um, so I think you know. Not to toot my own horn, but when a judge experience experienced as I am, is taking the time to check when we have these judges that don't have that experience yet, which is, you know, not their fault. It just had the uh, opportunities just haven't manifested that we're going, we are unfortunately going to have some events that are going to be very rough and uh, are to the detriment of the players, which at the end of the day, we're there to, to make the players experience better.
0: Yeah. I think now's the time we all need to show a little patience and compassion with each other, both, both towards the players and towards the judges. Like we're all rusty. Yeah, we're all doing our best and you know, it'll, it'll take us all a bit and yeah, now's it, now's a good time to exercise some, some compassion, you know?
1: <laughs> yes. That I, I wish players we're a little more understanding of that. And I think the judge attitude can have a lot to, to do with the player's interpretation of that. Like if you come in there and you're like, Hey, you you get the ruling and you're like, all right, you know, this is, this is like my first event back in a while. Uh, Give me just a second. I want to, I want to make sure that I'm giving you the correct ruling and look it up is absolutely the right call. Like being confident is good, but if you're wrong, we, it, it didn't do anything like being confident was actually a, to the detriment, like being uncertain and looking it up and being correct is actually much better than confidently giving a b- wrong ruling.
2: Agreed. <laughs> I have, I've have not run into any players thus far that have been upset that I have taken an extra, yeah. you know, 30 or 60 seconds to make sure yeah. the ruling was correct.
1: No, that's, 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 that's great. Great. I did at, at my event, um, already in the top 8 i was getting uh, questions about where the line was for bribery and i was just like oh florida, oh, we're, florida. Back. <laughs> we're back we're <laughs> back like
0: the line is are you bribing them or not you tell me you tell me friend you going to do a bribe huh the bribes happening huh
1: <laughs> which which to to be to be fair the to the fair. finals i mean like the bribery the bribery rules carve out an exception in the finals. Like, you can do... And I was talking to another judge about this uh, a few days ago. Like, there is an exception for the finals where you can have a lowercase bribe in the finals. Yep. You know, it's like... It's just like, a
0: dash of bribe. <laughs> just just a, a little... Just a skosh. That was actually something... That
2: was actually something I had to triple check at, at, uh, at my RCQ. I was like, all right, I know there is a thing about an invite and splitting not until the finals and i had and i definitely sent messages uh to a couple of judges uh jonah Kellman being one of them being like okay this is how i remember it is this actually correct because i could not find it listed in policy anywhere it's the
1: it's it's basically a, a you can do a thing in the finals that if you did anywhere else you would get dq'd for but yeah. it is an exception and and the whole the whole point of of this just so people don't think judge cast is saying you can do the bribery um don't
0: do the bribes do the bribes <laughs> don't um, there, there is don't. an
1: exception in policy during the final round of the single elimination portion of the tournament that's the way it's phrased normally that's you know first place second place are getting ready to duke it out they can deci- uh, you they can decide to split the prizes however they want if there is an invite on the line, like to an RC, the player who does not receive the invite drops. So you don't actually, or, or that's the way it's worded in policy. Were used to have the the ability, like win by drop. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Event Link has that ability, which yeah, is kind of advice. funny because that that was the whole the win by drop was kind of like the the fancy legal way of oh no we're not actually there's no match result because there was a drop there's no match result influenced by this so it's not the it's not the bribery um and then they excluded it from from their their product but it's it's there so the person who can't go to the RCQ or the PT or whatever can say I get the packs or I get the cash you get the invite because the last thing you want is someone to actually win the big prize and then not be able to use it.
0: Yeah, it's no fun for anybody right exactly All right And at least you
2: know on in my neck of the woods being Virginia like you know Atlanta is not a short driving distance but not also not a obscene one either but right? like if you don't want to play pay for a plane ticket, you can drive right or if you're not comfortable flying due to conditions you can drive and it's still okay whereas i think i think that at least is going to be a lot more relevant for events you know further out west Yes. yes for sure yeah yeah
1: but it was uh it was good i i had a lot of a lot of fun with the event and a lot of players were like
0: hey you're back and i was like hey so are you Hey, I've been here. <laughs> None of us went anywhere. Yeah,
1: it's the pandemic was it's terrible. All the same people, <laughs> and, then, and then you see you see one of the players, and you're like, Hey, you play slowly, and and then <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember you. Yep. Ah, oh,
1: I remember you. Like there was there was someone I was like in round two. I was like, Look, buddy, we can't. <laughs> like this. This it's it's been, it's been 30 months and we've still got the same, we gotta fix that. (laughs) You know, oh oh look, you're playing blue-white control. Okay, we need to, we need to talk about things.
2: (laughs) Have, have, have we heard of this color called red and the
0: fact it lets you sometimes play the game faster? Is that something we look into? Maybe, maybe put on some like menacing music, some like video game boss music to get them to like hustle up.
1: One of of the other funny things. Uh, Sam, you know how in pre-release episodes we always, every single pre-release episode, there's at least one or two cards that we talk about. If the target is removed, then the rest of the effect doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And it feels super repetitive because we say it every pre-release episode and we're like, this is, they've got to get get it by now. That question Mm -hmm. or variations of it were approximately half the judge calls I got at my RCQ. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Mhm. The other half 100%. dealt
1: with phasing.
2: Oof. Yeah. So uh when did Wizards decide that phasing is now a thing? And now this is suddenly a thing that I have to remember for my in-store events where before I in my brain it was in that little category of things I know that I have to know because of turn structure, but things I'm never going to run into at a competitive event. Yeah, when event. I first
0: started it when I first started judging Just Yeah, I, I think phasing for me was one of those things like never going to see that in in Contemporary magic. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> there was, there was legit one, um, one player that I answered. I answered the, they asked me a question. I forget exactly what the question was, but I, I basically just picked, picked their deck box up and put it on top of the card and was like, that's how the game handles it.
0: <laughs> there it and went. And <laughs> they were like,
1: oh, like, yep. And just. At the beginning of the next uh, next untied, just take the box off, and there you go.
2: Sometimes, you you people just need to be taught yeah. using physical examples. Yes.
1: That the card in question is slip out the back, which was in Streets of New Capenna, which they just they just decided yep. uh, just the casual phasing.
0: Casual. When I think of casual magic, I think phasing.
1: Yep. So, um, you've done now has you've done two other RCQs, correct?
2: Uh two other competitive events, but ones that didn't have an invite I did a a two k and then a uh charity team sealed event with lots with lots of mm-hmm. prizes on the line, so we decided it needed to be run at competitive to help uh eliminate potential funny okay. business
1: all right is it do you find it getting um you getting back in the groove after two or three more events?
2: I think so uh i'm the one I'm going into this weekend I feel a lot more comfortable with it helps that uh, the judge that I'm working with is is a, a judge that was also at the other three. So it's a little bit like when I was on the SDG circuit and, you know, some of the judges would change, but you kind of had your same crew that, you know, we all were bananas humans and we're at far far too many uh, events in a row. And so that familiarity also with the person you're working with, I think, helps. But uh, a- Absolutely. I feel more confident. It also helps that, at least in my area, uh, almost all of the RCQs are actually going to be Pioneer, which mm-hmm. makes sense because it is feeding into a Pioneer Pro Tour. Uh, the, the very first RCQ I had judged um, being modern was the, is the only one that's going to be that format. So I think that them all being the same format will also help me in the sense that I know going into it, I kind of know the meta. We did have a little bit of a shake-up, obviously, when Winona and... Uh, Expressive Iteration got banned, but things have, I think, started to settle from that banning a little bit, and we're starting to see what the meta is going to shape up to be.
1: Okay. Do you have...
2: Oh, sorry. And I think... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. uh, And I think that it is important, maybe not to know the whole deck, but it is important for uh, judges to go into competitive events, competitive events at least, knowing a little bit about what the meta looks like. Because the players that potentially... Uh, are going to be the ones that call judges more often because they know they can, or probably going to be the players on on those particular decks. So That's let me point.
1: let me ask this uh, pers- personal opinion advice for so to become a level two judge currently you have to work a comp rel event with another judge, uh, so you're not coming in this this is in I'm going to assume that. L2s are going to be working RCQs uh, for this question because if I ask if I ask for L1 I, I think the answer changes a bit but for that mm-hmm. judge who has not soloed an RCQ before they've worked a comp rel event, they've gone through the judge academy stuff they've gotten the recommendation but they haven't head judged an event before and that the RCQ is not large enough where they have a second judge they're all by their lonesome what adv- and and they haven't done an event in a while. What advice would you give that that judge?
2: Uh I would find another judge uh that has even at one point in time whether it is currently or you know uh pre-lockdown had had judged anything and kind of talked through your plan. Because I am at least for me personally, I am the kind of person that when I sit down and talk through things because my brain tends to go a lot faster than my mouth, ma- you know. Than my mouth does. Was sitting down and actually talking through things with people makes me slow down and makes me actually see it better. And then I can be- then I can look at potential issues. Plus, I mean, it always helps having a second set of eyes on things, a judge, you know, a, a person that can go, Hey, I don't know if I would include that in my in my opening announcements. Or you know, Hey, just in case you're aware, phasing is now a thing in modern and pioneer. That. You know, that might be a thing that you want to uh, keep in mind because that might be something that you get questions about. Um, so use your resources. I mean, we've got the Judge Academy Discord. I mean, yeah. I think reaching out to another judge, right, because we used to do them um, at, you know, actual in-person events. We used to get sanity checks. It was like, even if you're certain, just double-check certain things, right? I think you just walk through it, through your plan with someone else uh, that has experienced head judging judging something and it will help. Okay.
1: I, I'd like to add, add something in there that was kind of, uh, I think a subtle first step that, that, that you hinted at, but that's have a mm-hmm. plan like before, before, before talking through yes, the plan yes. with someone is actually sit down and say, all mm-hmm. right, this is what time I need to be there. This is, um, this is how I'm going to deal with event link. This is, you know, what my announcements are going to be. And, and then engage with someone else to be like, okay, hey, does this, does this make sense?
2: And actually, speaking of event link, if you have never interacted with event link on a tournament organizer side, which you, you will technically, as a judge, uh, go to your local game store and be like, hey, is it okay? Can I, you know, can I come look at that? Can I watch you? Can you, can you talk me through it with the store employee? Um, because as long as long as you're not demanding and you're polite and, you know, it's not when the store is full of 300 people, most of the time uh, they will be happy to walk you through it. And I think having that little bit of experience because there are some uh, eccentries, you know, uh, I can't say that word. Uh, event link is great until it's not. So having an idea of what it looks like will definitely help.
0: And I, I feel like most tos are going to, in fact, yeah, like Meg said, as long as you're not asking at just the absolute worst time, most tos I'm sure are going to be thrilled to show you because that means someone else can help them. <laughs> getting some of that yeah, off their plate is going to be delightful for them. So yeah, don't don't hesitate to ask as long as your timing is good.
1: Yeah. So if if you are a judge that's that's getting getting back into RCQs after a while, keep in mind that you have a lot of resources reach out to people. Don't be afraid if you do not feel that you are ready, do not feel like you have to say yes to the, the, the TO. Okay. Especially if it's, you know, like a week before the event and they pull the, you know, it's like, Oh, well, if you don't judge it, then we might have to cancel the event kind of thing. That's a lot of, a lot of judges like fall on yeah. their sword to make that kind of thing happen. It's not your response. It, like you didn't make that event fail.
0: Yeah, of course. Yep. And also, if you're, if you're kind of in a place where you're like maybe, but I'm not super confident yet, like y- you can ask to say like I'll, I would be happy to judge this event, but I'm not confident to do it alone. I will need another judge on the floor with me. Like you can negotiate your own terms here because that's that's your right. You get to do that.
2: Yeah, and actually, in that vein, and I'm I don't know if, April, uh, you were planning on covering it later, but. Also know also know what you're worth. Like, don't judge anything if they're not paying you correctly. Um, for these particular events in Richmond, I mean, I have an, an hour and a half uh, to sometimes two-hour drive one way to get there. But the TOs are all compensating me with, you know, a $60 gas stipend, <laughs> um, which I would not do on top of what is actually, you know, which is great compensation on top of that. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be doing these events without it because it's not <laughs> worth it. So I think... The other thing is you need to make sure to know your worth. Um, minimum, get lunch and drinks included, y'all. You're going to be there for X amount of time, especially if you're solo. You're not going to be able to go out and get food. If they're not at least buying you lunch or, and you know giving you bottles of water for free, don't <laughs> judge for them. I'm,
1: I'm, laugh, I'm laughing because just tonight, okay, I get a text message where someone's like, Hey, there's this event. It's in City X. It's, these are the parameters they're offering X amount of dollars for the head judge and Y dollars for, for floor judges. Is anyone interested? And I made the comment of, I said, I'm not interested in head judging for that price. I think it's, I think it's too, I think it's too low. I probably wouldn't do the floor judge rate either because unless, unless like a buddy, Took the head judge gig and then couldn't get any other judges because the comp was too low. Like I might do it to help them out, and then a half an hour and then half an hour yep. later, that same judge is like, "Well, I I took the head judge gig, so can you help a buddy out?" And I was just like, "And I was, oh, I was no. like, you <laughs> jerk."
0: Ah, oh, gotcha.
1: You got me. I like, mean,
2: you you put it out. You put it out I, in, the, d- in the universe. Be pro I,
1: universe I, I was kind of like saying it kind of tongue in cheek and then it, they 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 called the bluff and i was like oh mhm
0: so wait and now you're like ew now i got to be nice to someone yeah Ugh. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: did i just did i just nice myself out of like 150 bucks over 2 days what's what's going on <laughs> i think i did i think you might have yeah don't don't be a prill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's really the takeaway from judge cast children is don't be a prill. yeah don't do it. Don't be a sammy either. Yeah. we're a mess.
1: <laughs> so I, I, think I think you've 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 had some you've had some good experiences. Are you planning on going to any large large events coming up, Meg?
2: Um, not currently. I I had applied for Baltimore, but then uh, so I unfortunately contracted COVID uh, after SEG Dallas in. Uh, oh, April. what a bummer. I don't know, time, time has no meaning. Um, so that took a large chunk of my sick days. So right now, b- because I am you know, lucky enough that event judging is no longer my sole source of income, uh, I don't want to do anything that potentially jeopardizes my ability to work for what is essentially a weekend warrior hobby. Um, so until I personally feel more comfortable with large events, I'm probably not going to be doing any anytime soon. But again, that's my own personal choice. And I'm not ever going to, uh, as long as, you know, you're careful. I'm not ever going to judge <laughs> another person for deciding that they want to go out and work these large events. Um, that said, you know, three months down the line, the world looks a little different. Uh, I will, I will potentially be uh, looking at that differently because I did apply to be a, a head judge for uh, the mm-hmm. Nerd Rage nice. Gaming uh, Circuit because they're finally close enough that it is, it is potentially worth the travel cost to get what, there what do we got to do um, whereas before they were just what do we got to do to away.
0: get the nrg series down in florida you know like what, what do we got to do i don't know it's but
2: it's taken them long enough to get oh. to ohio so we got we got a couple of states to go i think if, before they get if to florida Command fest orlando uh,
1: goes well enough for cool stuff they might just start doing their own like
2: true i mean and that's great uh also i love y'all I would not go down to Florida uh, in, is it in August? Oh,
1: Command Fest? It's this coming weekend, so.
2: Oh, yeah. I love y'all. I wouldn't go down to Florida in July uh, if you paid me several thousand dollars. What was
1: the temperature today in in Falls Church?
2: In Falls Church, uh, our high was uh, 91 degrees, but with relatively not bad humidity. It
1: was not that much hotter here. It was only like two or three degrees more. Okay.
2: Okay, my it's hell, super hot down
0: here. You, it's super humid, and we're closer to the equator, so the sun is somehow always right in your eyeballs. I'm just Florida's a mess. It's... tell you what do it do a command fest in yeah. October.
2: It
1: was it was not that bad today. Terrible. It wasn't like I don't know how to, I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how to express this, but my my mom lives in Virginia, and we often compare temperature you know weather forecasts because that's what you do when you're old. Um, and it's typically hotter in Virginia than it is in Orlando. Just saying.
0: Maybe it just feels hotter down here because Florida is kind of a, a, you know, purgatory. Because it's a hot
1: mess. Florida feels hotter because it's a hot mess.
0: (laughs) It is maybe closer to literal Satan. I can't, you know, I can't say for sure.
1: And you have very large mutant bugs that hiss at you.
0: That, but. Yeah, I could. I I could. But we I we also have the these bugs.
1: adorable little lizards that are everywhere.
0: We do. I love the lizards. That is that is one thing that I. If, if I end up leaving Florida, I will super super miss because the little lizards all over the place are so cute and so funny.
1: Yeah, I was I was at the I was at. We you know, you can tell we're wrapping out because we're talking about lizards. I was at the gym the other day, <laughs> and you know I'm I'm on the the treadmill and. Uh, there's this dragonfly that's, like, trying to get in the building, like, just bumping bumping into the glass. Oh, no. And there's this <laughs> lizard that's just stalking it, and it's moving very, very slowly. And then it just waits until the dragonfly tuckered itself out, and it just ran up, grabbed it, and then ran off into the parking lot. And I was just fascinated by that natural geographic moment. You know, <laughs> I, ro- I was rooting for dinner. that bug. I was like, oh, yeah, you get that dragonfly. You you earned that dragonfly.
0: <laughs> I saw a lizard sitting on a, like, exhaust fan or something at, at the Dunkin' Donuts near me, just looking around. It looked me right in the eye, like, you gonna bring me a donut? Like, you, lizards don't eat donuts. <laughs> oh, they, but...
1: they, I bet, beg to differ.
0: I don't think. I, they, um, I, I bet they, they would. I think a eat a donut, but it looked me right in the eye, like it was, like, kind of hoping. Samma? Hmm.
1: I give you a challenge, and all our listeners too. Get a donut, find a lizard, feed that donut to the lizard. Not all of it, because we don't want it to get like diabetes or anything.
0: You're gonna get peta after us. So we're gonna get we're gonna get protested because <laughs> we're somebody's gonna feed a donut to a lizard. It's gonna like choke on one of the sprinkles and die, and then we become animal abusers. Whoa, whoa, users. whoa, whoa! whoa. We're let this spiral out of I'm control. Not,
1: sprinkles? I'm not made of money. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: Are, are
2: you saying that uh, you are a plain oh, donut? Oh no, no, no! It's household? just,
1: it's just sprinkles is too fancy. You know, you can do have sprinkles like a chocolate frosting or some sort of filling oh. or something, but sprinkles? Whoa! Slow sprinkles. there! Slow down gotta there! Gotta
0: get the sprinks.
1: I need you to take ten to twenty percent off the top.
0: I like the sprinks. I bet I bet a lizard would like the sprinkles because they look a little like bugs.
1: <laughs> just give a lizard just a bunch of sprinkles and let them fill their mouth up with them and they run off. Aren't
0: you Meg, aren't you glad we joined us on Judge Cast?
2: Absolutely. This has been a blast because sometimes you you talk about uh in-store events and sometimes you talk about lizards and both of them yeah, are pretty I love great all those
0: things, you know?
1: Yeah. And uh, you know what? I think I'm going to certify uh I'm going to I'm going to give a lizard a record for L1.
0: Any, just uh, any specific lizard or I mean the one like the next one you find.
1: No, 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 the the <laughs> one out on the back porch. I think oh, I yeah. think they've heard me, you know, Talking on the phone about rulings to other judges enough that they might they might be able to pass
0: put it the put test. It in your pocket while you're at a comprel event and then it will technically have been at a comprel event. You can recommend it for oh just
1: too. just keep the lizard in my pocket.
0: Yeah, there he is you
2: know, but only if you also make uh, the little lizard
0: a <gasps> judge shirt. Tiny lizard judge shirt.
1: Also, if it could like I'm put the little that. match slip in its mouth and have it just run out on the table and drop the slip off.
0: Oh, just skitter away.
1: Sk- skitter
0: alright
2: can you imagine the players that would scatter though yeah yeah
1: <laughs> I, I, at first I said it ruefully and then I was like oh yeah <laughs> um,
0: alright since, since we're well well off topic you want me to go ahead and do the episode wrap up yeah
1: yeah let's go ahead well, we'll first uh, thank <laughs> Meg
0: well that's part of the oh, wrap
1: oh, up I'm sorry
0: golly I'm sorry. Give me a second I, I thought you were just going into the spiel. Oh my! I God.
1: needed to stall to come up with my ending. Well,
0: you know, as as my grandmother used to say, "Don't rush the monkey, and you'll see a better show." So take that bit of wisdom with you.
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: It, it, it's times like this that are that I remember that you are you were from <laughs> Tennessee, Emma ain't it the truth ain't it the truth all right meg thank you so much for being on it's been an absolute pleasure to have you this has been a fantastic episode and i've really enjoyed hearing all about the stuff you've been up to and i'm definitely a little jealous because i haven't gotten to work any any of the rcqs yet and i really really want to so thank you i uh, thank y'all very much for inviting
2: me and i hope that uh the the points that i've made will help at least one person out, because uh, then I will have done what uh, I want to. And honestly, it's just a little bit of forethought and a little bit of working together. And I think every RCQ ca- does have the potential to be a fa- fantastic Absolutely.
0: Event. And listeners, if you ever get a chance to judge with Meg, you absolutely should. She's delightful to, to be on the floor with, and I cannot recommend that highly enough. So she's one of my favorites, but Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so all right, that's our episode. Join us next time when we talk about some topic we'll come up with. Until then, you can send us an email at judgecast at gmail.com or like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at JudgeCast. Till next time, I'm Samantha Har, and I keep it fun.
1: I'm Brian Prillman and I keep being a Prill.